Welcome back to BrailleCast Extra. Coming up this time, Braille without a Braille display, Braille screen input and more. A session recorded on Tuesday the 5th of July 2022, hosted by myself and Chris Norman and introduced and moderated by Ben Mustill-Rose. Good evening and a very warm welcome to this evening's Masterclass brought to you by the Brailleless Foundation. This evening's session is all about writing Braille. Now, the uh, regulars here might think, oh, okay, well, you know, we've, we've done quite a bit about writing Braille before. We've done things around uh, the Perkins, the Slayton Stylus, and some more electronic options like Braille displays. And uh, quick promotion for our media page here, if you want to catch up on any of those sessions, braillelists.org slash media is the place to go. However, uh, if you look at uh, electronic braille and how to write it in particular, one of the problems with the approaches that we've detailed so far is that they all require extra hardware. They all require that you buy things in addition to your phone, your laptop, your tablet, etc, etc. And often these things are not cheap by any stretch of the imagination. So. We wanted to run a masterclass that teaches you how to write Braille on a variety of different devices, actually. I think, believe the order we're going to do is Android, iOS, and then if there's time, we'll do macOS and Windows as well. How can you write on all of these different devices without having to buy expensive things such as Braille displays or Braille keyboards? Now, uh, as is uh, often the case, I will be handling the moderation for the Masterclass, so I'll be popping up throughout the session, uh, inviting people to raise their hands and handling the uh, unmuting of people when they have questions. Uh, but it gives me great pleasure to introduce the host for this session, uh, a name that will be familiar to people who have attended Brailless events in the past and also to anyone who has emailed our general inquiries address which is help at brailless.org. Uh, it gives me great pleasure to introduce Matthew Horsepool. Matthew, uh, how are you doing? Well, good evening, Ben, and good, good evening, everyone. It's wonderful to be back. Um, I'm uh, doing lovely to have you. Very well, yeah. thank you. Yes, I'm. I'm doing very well. Um, <clears throat> I, I have a few Tuesdays off at the cathedral now. We've finished our concert season for the year, so we've got no more Tuesday practices till September. So I thought I'd come back and do a, a masterclass uh, before we break for the summer. And uh, as I say, wonderful to be here. Um, as Ben says, this masterclass we called Braille without a Braille display. And indeed, we're going to be talking about Braille screen input on iOS. We're going to be talking about the equivalent on Android. Um, we'll actually do Android first. We'll see how we're going. Uh, I do want to allow plenty of time for people to ask questions on both Android and iOS because it's a topic that we've had a lot of inquiries about to the general help mailbox and you know, really, I mean, this is your opportunity to get all of your questions answered. If that takes the whole session, then we're going to let it take the whole session. If there's time at the end, as, as Ben said, we'll talk about Windows and Mac OS and uh, how to write Braille on those platforms as well. Now, many people who listen to Braillecast will have already heard that I've recorded a demonstration of Braille screen input on iOS, and it was quite extensive. Uh, but uh, I don't have the same level of expertise when it comes to Android. Uh, thankfully, a friend of mine who lives probably about 15 minutes up the road from me in Coventry, a chap called Chris Norman, has been an Android user for many, many, many years. And so he's agreed to come and join me to do this part of the session. So at this point, I'd like to say hello to Chris and just get Chris to introduce himself. And then we'll play a pre-recorded demo before we go into questions. Hello, Matthew. Oh, this, this is unnerving. I've, I've never spoken to such a, a large crowd before. Um, so yeah, my, my name's Chris Norman. I'm 33. Um, I've been using Android for a few years now. I switched from iOS primarily because I broke my iPhone and thought it was time to have a bit of a change and actually quite like the switch. Um, I used to help out at Coventry Resource Centre for the Blind. Uh, they have a devices workshop there where it was my sort of job to find weird and wonderful things to demo each week. And unfortunately, we didn't have many Braille users there. Uh, but since Android has the, uh, the the new TalkBack Braille keyboard, as it's called. That's the only keyboard I've, I've used, to be honest. So, yeah, what you're about to hear is me demonstrating that. So thank you in advance for listening. Hello, my name's Chris Norman, and I'm here to talk about using Braille screen input on uh, an Android device, in this case, a Pixel 6. Uh, now, it's not actually called 
Braille screen input, because that's an iOS term. So it's un unimaginatively called the TalkBack Braille keyboard. So I'm going to unlock my phone, first of all. 1807. Fingerprints. Device unlocked. Pixel launcher. Okay. So I'm starting from a place where I've not set the keyboard up. So at the minute, we've just got the standard uh, G board, as it's called. Audible. Claire Louise Norman. So go to this text message conversation. Text message. Claire Louise Norman. Showing G board. Right. So showing G board. So I'm not using the Braille keyboard. So in the talkback settings, you can configure gestures. So I've configured swipe down and left to set the Braille keyboard to, to come up. Uh, so if I do that now, it's going to obviously complain because there isn't one. Braille keyboard isn't turned on. Go to talkback settings, set up Braille keyboard, then try again. Right, fair warning, that message isn't particularly accurate, as we're going to find out. So I'm going to go into the talkback menu. By default, that's swipe down and right. Android accessibility. Talkback settings. Text message. Keyboard hidden. Talkback setting. Customize focus indicator. Customize gestures. Customize menus. Braille keyboard. So I'm swiping through this This here. This is the, the, the newest iteration of the talkback menu uh, where it's got all these different things. So we, we used to have a ton of options on the main screen. They've they've now been condensed. So Braille keyboard is the is the option we want. Braille keyboard. Navigate up. Button out of list. Okay, so we're now in the keyboard options. So there's a few options for setting up the keyboard here. The one we're interested in right now is the one to actually enable the keyboard. So I'm gonna go down and find that. Set typing la set up Braille keyboard. It's helpfully the first option, set up Braille keyboard, uh, which I'm gonna tap. Android Accessibility Suite. Set up Braille keyboard, out of list. So there is a slightly longer way around doing this. You can go into settings, go into system, go into languages and input, but this this is a, a, a slightly quicker way. One, cancel. One, turn on Braille keyboard, cancel, button. Right, so this has got some nice instructions. So I'll just play those so you can hear what it's telling us to do. One, turn on Braille keyboard, tap settings below. On the next screen, turn on, talk back Braille keyboard. Two, use Braille keyboard, open your regular keyboard, then tap the choose keyboard, icon keyboard underscore icon, usually at the bottom right corner. Select talkback Braille keyboard. If you don't see an option to switch keyboards, try installing Gboard, the Google keyboard. Okay, so that's a very long-winded message that's essentially telling us there's a button down here, which we can click, and that's going to go into the keyboard settings, which is the thing I was saying is a very long-winded way of getting to via the settings app. So let's go to that button now. Cancel. Settings. Button. Manage on-screen keyboards. Navigate up. Button. So now we've got a list of keyboards. So Gboard is what is going to be your default unless you're using a Samsung device. I think they use their own keyboard, but I've never tried one, so I wouldn't know. Anyway, we're going to turn on the TalkBack Braille keyboard. There's a list of checkboxes, uh, and you can turn on and off the, the ones that you want and don't want. Gboard, multilingual typing, on, switch, disabled, in list. Right, so that's Gboard. It's disabled because of the default. We can't turn it off, which is fair enough. Now we've got the TalkBack Braille keyboard. Talkback Braille keyboard, off, switch. So as you can hear, that's turned off currently. So let's turn that on. On. Braille keyboard. Okay, so now we've turned on the Braille keyboard. We've got a load of options that have come up. I'm going to quickly run through those now before I give you an actual demo of the keyboard. Navigator. How to use Braille keyboard in list. Right, so that's going to give us a help menu uh, that will show us gestures and things. Um, it's... It's fairly self-explanatory, so I'll just run through it quickly. I won't bother with the help menu for you. Typing languages, uncontracted unified English Braille, contracted unified English Braille. So there are the languages that I've got enabled. There's both UEB, uncontracted and contracted. Uh, as far as I know, the TalkBack Braille keyboard uses the bluey like all the others do. So you should have all the tables you expect, or your French, Spanish, whatever else. Preferred language, contracted unified English Braille. So there's my preferred language. I'm not sure as there is a shortcut, sorry, a gesture um, to change the preferred language on the fly. Um, I think you might have to just change tables with the settings. Uh, but this this is my preferred. Um, obviously, set it to what you want. Review all gestures. Ah, review all gestures. Okay, so that's your help option that's going to show you all the, the gestures. 
Uh, they're, like I said earlier, they're fairly standard, so we'll just go through and I'll talk about them a little bit when I demo the keyboard. Layout, screen away mode. Okay, so the layout is probably the setting that people are most interested in. So I've got it set to screen away mode, uh, which means if I hold the, the phone against my stomach with the USB socket on the right-hand end, uh, that is how I, I braille. I'm not sure what the other options are. Let's have a quick look, though. Android accessibility suite. Layout. Adapt to how you hold the device in list. Right, so you can adapt. Um, I obviously haven't got it set to that. I imagine that's going to change depending on the orientation of the phone. Uh, I quite like it being locked because sometimes I'm typing in bed, sometimes I've stood up, whatever. Ticked. Hold device with screen away from you. Screen away mode. So that's the mode I've already got. Place device flat on a table tabletop mode. And now we have tabletop mode. In my mode, I can still type on a table. Uh, so I, I feel like it gives me the best of both worlds. All right, so let's go out of this because that's all the options we have as evidenced by that noise at the end. Braille keyboard. Layout. Screen away mode. In list. Include all pressed dots. Each pressed dot is part of the input, even if the dot is released before other dots. On. Switch. So I assume, but don't know, that that means it's like a normal brailler where you can hold down dot one, then you can press any other dot you like, uh, and it'll add it because obviously it punches them. I think that's what that does. I've always had it switched on, and I get pretty good results. So I, I don't know what your mileage might vary if you turn it off. Reverse dots, swap the dot positions so that dots one and four trade places, for example, off, switch. Okay, I've no idea what that does. I imagine it's self-explanatory, but again, I've never used it. And that's all the options we have. So with that, without any further ado, let's go back to my text message with Claire Louise Norman. Talkbacks, settings, digital, text message, showing Gboard, Claire Louise Norman. Editing, text message, edit box, out of list. Okay, so again, we're showing Gboard. So now I could use my custom custom gesture, which in my case is swipe down then left. Showing Braille keyboard, contracted unified English Braille. Swipe up with three fingers for more options. Showing items one to six of 51. Okay, so there we go. We've got the keyboard um, showing. But what I forgot to do obviously intentionally, was read the text message I'm replying to. So there's two ways of dismissing the keyboard. You can use one gesture, which sends a message or hits the activate button. Uh, that works in text messages. It doesn't work in emails. Um, or you can just swipe to dismiss the keyboard. So I'm going to do the latter now. So I'm going to swipe down with two fingers. Keyboard hidden. Showing items 1 to 6 of 51. So that hides the keyboard. Claire Louise Norman said, hi, what time is dinner tonight? 15.09, in list message list. Right, what time is dinner tonight? So let's reply. Text message. Showing Braille keyboard, contracted unified English Braille. Showing items 1 to 6 of 51. Okay, we've got the Braille keyboard again, so I just double tapped on the message. Now, I've got my keyboard echo set to tell me words. Now, that isn't in the Braille options. That's You have to go into settings to the, for that, into settings, system, input and languages and you you have to change software rather than hardware keyboard settings so let's type a quick reply hi i think about 20 if that's okay with you okay so that's that written so that's that's grade two braille now as i said earlier there's a, a an option to send this straight away so if i swiped up with two fingers that would do that so let's do that now Submitting text. Submitting text. Sending message. There we go. Sending messages. Messages. Keyboard hidden. Showing items one. And we can check. If I touch the bottom of the screen. Hi. I think about 20 hundred. If that's okay with you. Okay. So that is sent. You said hi. I think about 20 hundred. If that's okay with you. Now, SMS. What I forgot to do was bad context. Let's go back in again. Text message. Let's edit some text. Showing Braille keyboard, contracted unified English Braille. Showing items 1 to 6 of 52. Showing items 1 to 6 of 52. B. Showing items 1 to 7 of 54. 1. 
Okay. Now, I don't know why it feels the need to keep telling me the, the list of, of, I assume, the number of text messages in there, but it did. Right. So my last word, one. I was trying to write, I should be on the way home, but I've written one wrong. So just to prove that's what I did, I'm going to swipe up with one finger to go back. Space. E. N. O. Right. So I definitely did type O-N-E. So let's go back to the end now. With, by swiping down with one finger. Remember, when I'm talking about down, I've got the screen, uh, sorry, I've got the phone with its screen facing away, USB um, plug to the right. O N E space, end of field. Okay, so swiping left with one finger will delete space deleted character. Swiping left with two deletes the whole word. So let's do that. One deleted on the way. Home. Soon. Right, now I put a space at the end of that, but actually I want a new line because I want paragraphs. So I'm going to delete that space. Space deleted. By swiping left with one finger. Now I'm going to swipe right with two fingers. Soon. Now that's reading the word that I've written and then it's not reading anything for the new line. So let's just check I actually inserted new lines by swiping up with one finger. New line. New line. Yep, that's looking good. Keyboard hidden. Showing items one to seven of fifty-four. What I've done there, I've, I've, because by default, without uh, talkback turned on, the gestures for going back, for getting notifications, um, for going home, are all swipes from the edge of the screen. So actually, I've swiped a bit close to the edge there. So it's worth bearing in mind when you swipe in with one or two fingers, you do need to keep them not in the middle, but just a little bit away from the edge. Send SMS. I should be on the way home soon. Edit box. Right, so let's go back into that by double tapping. Showing Braille keyboard, contracted unified English Braille. Showing items 1 to 7 of 54. Right, so now when I swipe down, I'm going to swipe down from the middle of the screen to make sure that doesn't happen again. New line, new line, end of field. Finish off my message. Whoops, I forgot to put a capital letter in. C. So let's delete all of that word with a two-finger swipe left. C deleted. C. U. Sun deleted. Apparently I can't type at all. Soon. And let's put an X in. So for that, we've got all the standard things. Letter sign, capital sign, X. X. So we don't end up with the letter with the word it. And you could hear that it said the X at a higher pitch there. And I'll go back up with one finger just to verify that. X. There we go. We've definitely got ourselves an X. X. Space. End of field. All right. So we're going to swipe up with two fingers to send the message. Submitting text. Sending message. Messages. Keyboard hidden. Showing items 1 to 7 of 55. Mess suggested location. You said I should be on the way home soon. That's my message sent. See you soon. X. Suggested location sharing action. Share location. And that's an Android thing. It's suggesting that I send my location, but we don't need to do that. Add files, location and more. Button, out of list, screen off. Okay, so that, folks, is about it. Um... So things to bear in mind, you need to activate the keyboard. It comes as part of TalkBack. You can either do it through settings, system, input and languages, and uh, modify keyboards, or you can do it through the, the TalkBack menu. Either is fine. There's various different settings. You can set what gets read out by going to settings. Uh, no, you can't. How do you do that? That's a good point. Let's have a look at that. I think that's going to be in the, um, I did say talk, not in the TalkBack settings, though, didn't I? But that doesn't make sense. Saturday. Fingerprint. Device unlocked. Claire Louise Norman. Right, let's have a look at that. Pixel launch. Android accessibility. Talk. Text to. Talk back settings. Ah, right. It's. Talk back settings. I think it's in verbosis, verbosity. Navigator. New. Audio. Text to. Verbosity. Verbosity. Navigate. Verbosity. Speak usage. Speak list. Always speak. Speak element. Speak system. Speak notification. Use pitch change. Speak letters with examples. Keyboard echo. On-screen keyboard. Words. Showing items 7 to 16 of 16. Right. Yeah, okay. So I'm glad I uh, corrected myself there. So I've gone into talkback settings, gone into verbosity, and going to keyboard echo. Android ex no. character. No. Keyboard echo. On-screen keyboard. Out of list. Right. So this is on-screen keyboard. None. In list. So... Characters. Got the usual suspects. Turn it off. Characters. Ticked. Words. Words. Characters and words. Characters and words. Keyboard echo. None. In. Key so we'll leave it at words. Talkback settings. 
Keyboard, keyboard echo, physical keyboard, none. So you can change it. So if you've got a physical keyboard, you, you can have two separate settings. Capital letters, change pitch. Yeah, we want that. Okay, so that is a, a, a sort of a whistle-stop tour of using a Braille screen keyboard, in this case the TalkBack keyboard, with Android. So as far as I know, there are other Braille keyboards you can use with Android. I believe CSR, uh, the... Oh gosh, I can't remember what it's called. The community screen reader. The I can't remember what it's called. Uh, it's it's maintained by a Chinese fella whose name I, I don't remember. Uh, but it's an alternative screen reader which now is on the Play Store. I think that has its own Braille keyboard. Um, and I'm sure there used to be at least one more, but I don't know the names of them. But that's that's the officially supported Google one, which shouldn't be going away anytime soon. Um, and quite honestly, it it works great most of the time. Um, only time it doesn't work for me at least is in the morning when when my I presume my skin's a bit dry and it doesn't register every tap. So if you're finding bread in the morning, it's probably not that you've not drunk a cup of tea yet. It could actually be your screen. I hope that's been helpful and feel free to ask any questions. Well, thank you very much for that, uh, Chris. And yeah, that was brilliant. And uh, the one thing that I took away from that demo, which I think uh, Android's got over iOS, is that you can edit your text while you're actually in, well, I want to say Braille screen input. It's not called that. It's Android Braille keyboard. Um, so yeah, thanks very much. I'll pass it back on to Ben straight away, and Ben can tell us how to raise hands. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Chris, from me as well. Great demo. No, I learned a lot. So now is a great time for anyone to ask any questions of Chris about... Uh, uh, typing in Braille on Android. We're going to come to Claire first. Uh, Claire, you are good to go. I've got two points. The first one is, how does the person receiving the message get the message? Is it in print or is it in Braille? No, it's in print. So the Braille, the talk about Braille keyboard, sorry, I nearly, nearly called it Braille screen, but then uh, just it converts. It's the, the Braille you type into text. So it's just normal keyboard. Uh, so the text that you get out of it is normal text, the same as anything else. That's clever. And the other thing is I've got a um, Kindle Fire um, tablet. Does that have any Braille input on it? That's a very good question. I'm afraid it's one I don't know the answer to. I see uh, Terry ann has her hand up. I'm going to come to Terry ann now because I happen to know that she's uh, quite a, quite a fan of the Fire tablet. So I suspect, no pressure, Terry, but I suspect Terry is going to give us uh, an answer on that. Terry, you are unmuted. Yes, you're right. How did I know? How did I know? <laughs> Gee, I have no idea. <laughs> yes, the answer is yes. There is an. Uh, onboard uh, uh, screen braille keyboard uh, on the Fire tablet. And so you definitely can do that uh, both in um, uh, screen away mode and in tabletop mode. So you, you definitely can use this, the uh, braille keyboard on the screen as well as using uh, an external keyboard, uh, although the, the screen one works really best, I think. Thank you for that. Great question, Claire. Thank you, Terry, for coming in there. Chris, generally speaking, I think I think one of the things, I think perhaps maybe one of the things that people have maybe uh, sort of hesitated a little bit on when it's come to Android in the past is that, you know, historically there's this idea that, you know, you, you, you buy one phone, but there's, there's essentially no guarantee as to what accessibility features it has on it or whether they are, you know, how functional they are or not. It seems in the past at least to have varied from brand to brand. Now I know that um, you, you spoke earlier about how TalkBack has this new sort of braille keyboard. Do, do we know, is it possible to give a sort of rough overview of what you need to look for if you're, if you're wanting A, to, to use this on an Android device, or B, if you're considering buying an Android device and you think, right, I want the latest and greatest in braille support? Okay, yeah, that's that's a really good point. And I'm, I'm glad you raised it, actually, because inevitably a lot of people go to Android because they want the cheaper devices, which I understand. But as we all know, if, in, you know, the, the cheaper 
your devices that the less support it's got. So I've always run purely Google devices because they're the ones that are guaranteed to have the highest level of support. And that holds true today, as I mentioned in, in the, um, the presentation, I'm using a Pixel 6, um, which I have to say is my second favorite phone. The Pixel 5 was a, to my mind was a far better device for whatever that's worth because it had a back of the screen, back of the phone picks, uh, sorry, it had its fingerprint sensor on the back of the phone rather than under the screen, which I personally preferred. But um, if you don't want to go for that, I'm reasonably sure if you go on the Play Store and look for TalkBack, I don't think you'll find TalkBack expressly, but it's part of um, a suite which I, I can't have to Google the name for. I but think I think it's, it's Android accessibility like, suite now, isn't you, it? You're something absolutely like that. on the money, actually. That's exactly what it's called. Yeah, and that contains. Um, talk back i think it also contains sound amplifier um and all the other uh, um accessibility tools that google have started shipping with android um now whether you can install that on all phones i don't know i suspect it won't work certainly on the huawei's without google support but i don't know that in fact i'm pretty sure i do not for sure actually because the play store is a google thing um so yeah for anyone who is thinking of buying i would go straight for either the pixels or I can't speak for the quality of these myself, but I've heard good things about the Samsung line of devices, particularly the higher end ones. Uh, they're still £100 or so cheaper than your equivalent iPhones. Um, but yeah, they're still they're still not loose change, unfortunately. All right, great stuff there. Um, no more questions for Chris uh, at the moment. So I think I'll hand it back over to Matthew. All right. Well, thanks very much uh, for that. Um, if there are any more questions for Chris, I think Chris is going to stick around for the rest of the session. Uh, maybe so if there's any questions, we might come back to them um, at the end. But for now, we'll turn our attention to iOS. Now, I, I did do, as I said, a, a very comprehensive demo lasting about 40 minutes in a very early episode of Brailcast. I can't remember whether it was episode 12 or 14, but it was somewhere around that time, just before the pandemic. Um, but uh, I will do another demonstration here. Not a lot has changed, to be honest, um, but it's good to have all the information all in one place and it, you know, sufficient time has passed that it's worth sort of revisiting the subject a little bit. So I'm actually on quite an old iPhone. I'm on an iPhone XS. Um, it's the same iPhone that I recorded that demo on, actually. Uh, it's actually running the developer beta of iOS 16, so you'll notice that Eloquence is running on it. Um, please don't be alarmed by that. Uh, there's nothing too radically different in iOS 16, but if things go a little bit wrong, then uh, then please accept my apologies in advance. So we will unlock the screen. Notifications. Reminders. Set 20. Remind and hope that you can hear that and that the speech rate is comfortable. Uh, I'll try and talk, talk through it as we go. So I'll I'll swipe up to go to the home screen. WhatsApp. Data. Two new items. Okay. The way that Braille screen input works on the iPhone is slightly different to Android in that it just appears in the voiceover rotor. So you need to turn it on in the rotor. The easiest way to do it is probably to ask Siri. So um, open voiceover settings. Settings, accessibility, back button. So that's pulled up voiceover settings. If we go down, it's probably sort of towards the bottom of the screen. There'll be something called rotor. Braille, Braille voiceover, verbosity, audio, commands, activity, rotor, button. There we go. There's rotor. So we'll double tap on that. Selected, characters, actions available. Now. I can't remember whereabouts I've put Braille screen input. You could be swiping quite a long way in order to get there. Uh, I'll actually just explore by touch and see if I can get there any quicker. Selected. Words. Selected. Live. Text selection. Volume. Audio ducking. Punctuation. Sounds. Hints. Selected. Language. Braille table. Actions available. Braille table's an interesting setting. Um, we'll come back to it. Uh, Braille table, you can either choose your Braille code um, for Braille screen input, or you can choose your Braille code for a Braille display. That's not what we want, though. Activities, handwriting, containers, headings, selected, links, actions yeah, available. I might have actually put it right down the bottom of the list. Let's rows 14 to rows 29 to 46 of 40. Braille vertical path and braille. Braille, braille, thick, braille zoom, selected. Braille screen input, actions available. Okay, so your mileage may vary. It will be somewhere on that screen. As you saw, there's about 50 options in that list. And if it is right down at the bottom, then you might literally be swiping 50 times before you find it. But it is there, I promise you. Um, so there is Braille screen input. And as you can see, in my case, it's already uh, selected. So I'll swipe up to go to the home screen. Home, WhatsApp, 
data, to new items. And I've got messages in my dock at the bottom right hand corner, so I'll go down dock. there. Messages. One unread message. I've got one unread message. I'm not going to read it just in case it's uh, not suitable for uh, public messages. broadcast. Um, I'm in a message thread with Chris at the moment, and I'll go and text find message. the keyboard. Message. Music. But text message. Message. Text message. Text field. The text field, rather. So there's the text field. I'll double tap on it. Message. Text field. There's editing. Text message. Character mode. Insertion point at start. So if I rotor now, so this is the gesture where you put two fingers on the screen and uh, move them like a dial. If I rotor around to the left. Mentions. Misspelled words. Edit. Braille screen input. Orientation locked. Landscape. Tabletop mode. Contracted. Now, uh, I will type a message and then I'll come back to all of that information. So I'll type, hi. Hi. Chris. Chris. That's one three. Dan. Dan. There's my bad typing. Uh, so uh, thank, thank you. you. For the session. Session. This, this evening. Full stop. Evening. And I think if I swipe up with three fingers, it will send the message. Send message. There we go. It did send the message. I very rarely swipe up with three fingers because I quite like to go and check that everything is above board before I send the message. And uh, you can't do this, as I said earlier on, within the Braille screen input mode. You actually have to rotor out of Braille screen input, uh, go and check that everything is above board. Um, you know, if you if you make a mistake, you've got to rotor out, um, you know, delete what you want and then rotor back in unless you notice the mistake imminently. So if I type something else, if I type um, a message received from Christopher. Hi, Matthew. You're welcome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Oh, well, there you go. Nice message from Chris there. Uh, um, so let's 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 reply to that. Um, it was. Really. OK, so I've made a mistake there. I meant to put really, and I've put an extra L. I, I, like on Android, actually, I can either swipe left with two fingers to delete the entire word, or I can swipe left with one finger to delete a character. What I can't do is move to the character. So if I want to delete that Y, that L, I've actually got to delete the space and the Y first. Space, Y, L. But there you go. That's done. Now, I'm going to try and type a Y and see what happens. Yeah, that happens. So <laughs> because I hadn't because I wasn't typing at the time, um, because I've just typed a Y in there, it's assumed that I want a Y as in, you know, the Y O U is in the the uh, abbreviation as in the contraction. So I've now got really you. So actually, at this stage, I might just as well delete the whole thing and start over. But just to show how to get around that problem, you could either do a five, six for a letter sign. Uh, what we now call a grade one indicator. Or if I keep... Oh, the screen's just locked. Portrait, um, two notifications, reminders. When the screen locks, it goes back into portrait mode and goes out of Braille screen input automatically. Messages, message, text field. Editing. Okay, so I'm back in. I'll rotor back round. Mentions, misspelled, edit, Braille screen input. Orientation locked, landscape, tabletop mode, contracted. There we go. If I actually backspace out with one finger swipe to the left. That's one four. Space, U, O, Y, L. So now I've deleted an L. If I put L-Y at this point, Why? that has fixed the U problem. Now, um, I'll just finish sending this really good full stop Good space. And I'll have to rotor back out now. Portrait. And then probably swipe to the right and swipe to the left. Send. Message. Text field. This editing. This was really good. Insertion point at end. So there we go. So that's worked. And at this point, I can just swipe to the send, send. button, button. And, uh, and double tap to send, send it. So Button. that's that. Microphone. Now, we talked about um, landscape orientation locked and all sorts of things. Words, characters, mentioned, misspelled, real screen input, orientation locked, landscape, tabletop mode, contracted. So tabletop mode, this is a bit like uh, what Chris was talking about in Android uh, with tabletop mode and screen away mode. I have this set up so it emulates a Perkins keyboard. So dots uh, three two one on the left and four five six on the right and i'm holding the phone with this on uh, balanced on two thumbs with the screen pointing up towards the ceiling and i'm just typing like a perkins keyboard if i had it in screen away mode it would work more like how chris was describing it so the screen would be pointing away from me the back of the phone towards my chest and then dots one and four would be at the top two and five in the middle and three and six at the bottom a bit like a Stainsby, if you've ever come across that. So um, it, it's not actually in Perkins' orientation there. Contracted, uh, you can toggle grade one and grade two on the fly if you want to. And if the orientation is unlocked, you can simply just 
you know, move your phone. So if I move my phone so the screen is pointing uh, away from me, then it will go into screen away mode automatically. And if I move my phone uh, so the screen's pointing towards the ceiling, it will go into tabletop mode automatically. Um, I don't particularly like that because I find it quite sensitive, um, but it is, it's quite helpful. The other thing it will do is it will allow me to change the orientation of the phone. So for example, at the moment, I have the lightning port of my phone on the left. If I unlock orientation and spin my phone around, I'll then be allowed to have the lightning port on the right. So that's a sort of whistle-stop tour. I'm quite happy to go into more detail about particular features. Um, at this point, though, I will just stop and see if there's any immediate questions while I unlock my phone and, and reset myself. Yeah, uh, sounds good. Thank you for that, Matthew. Quick question uh, that I don't think you covered. How are you doing spaces? Oh, that's right. Yes, you swipe right with one finger to do a space and you swipe right with two fingers if you want to do a new line. Sounds simple enough to me. All right, so we're going to come to Dawn next. Dawn, you are now unmuted. Is there a way to get to the emoji keyboard when you're doing Braille screen input? Because I find it kind of very annoying to have to rotor out and then rotor back in and then do all that. And then also, so I tried to use that three or four finger swipe up, whichever it was, to send a message. And I haven't really been able to get it to work. Now, I don't use messages. I use um, Messenger because that's what my friends and family use because we're a mixed bag. Um, OS wise. So is that why I haven't been able to get anything to send when I do the four or three finger swipe up? Is that why I haven't been able to get it to work? It's quite possible. I must admit, I don't use the three finger swipe up gesture for entirely different reasons. I don't use it because I find that every so often I make a mistake with Braille screen input. And if I've made a mistake on the last word and I haven't swiped right to check that the last word has been braille properly, then I might send the, the last word wrong um, accidentally. So I don't tend to use that gesture anyway. Um, I've been there too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it is quite possible that if you're not in the native messages app, it, it doesn't work quite as expected. Um, it has to do with how voiceover, how iOS has got send functionality built in and stuff. Okay. Um, um, I will say one thing too, if you're finding you're having problems typing, and this goes for anybody, if you're having problems, I notice I've, um, anytime I've calibrated the dots. So if you put all six fingers on the display, like, like on the, um, iPad and just do it twice quickly, you'll recalibrate it. And I, you're typing, at least in my case, my typing accuracy went a heck of a lot better when I started calibrating. It is a very good point. Yes. And it's it's dots four, five, six followed immediately by dots one, two, three, isn't it on the on the screen? And that will. Um, yes. If your finger position is slightly off, that will sort your finger position out. And that is a very useful command there. And if you've done it properly, it will tell you dot positions calibrated. So if it doesn't tell you dot positions calibrated, then just uh, just just try it again. In answer to your first question, you're asking about the emoji keyboard. It's not possible, unfortunately, to get to the emoji keyboard uh, with the Braille screen input mode. However, all is not lost. I'm not going to demonstrate it here because it's quite fiddly. It takes quite a while to set up. But there is a way. You know how um, you can set up typing replacements on the keyboard? I'm not sure if you've come across this, but just not in Braille screen input mode, but just in standard mode, you can set up keyboard shortcuts. Um, this isn't an accessibility feature. This is just a regular replacement thing. It, it, I think it's called typing replacements or keyboard shortcuts. But you can type, for example, um, M-Y-A-D-D-R I've got set up. And whenever I type M-Y-A-D-D-R, irrespective of whether I'm on the iOS keyboard or the Braille screen input keyboard, it will replace it with my address. Now, you can use that to do emoji replacements. And when we did our face-to-face -face event down in Bristol, I did a demo of this. I managed to record that demonstration and we'll be publishing it on Brailcast probably over the summer. So uh, stay tuned for that, that you could you could do it by a keyboard replacement, but you would need to set up every emoji as a keyboard replacement. And it could be tiring if you use lots of different emojis. Uh, I do. Yes. But <laughs> yes, I do use a lot of emojis. Yeah. Well, I hope that helped anyway. 
Thank Hope you so much. Helped. Yeah, definitely. So uh, stay tuned for that. It's going to come to Steve next, but um, some great tips on typing replacement as well. All right, so Steve now. And after Steve, I believe uh, it's pronounced three that we're going to come to. Um, T-H-U-Y, we're going to come to you after Steve Downing, who uh, is uh, now good to go. Steve. Hi, guys. Uh, just a quick one for Dawn. Yes, Messenger, the three-finger swipe up used to work uh, and stopped working. I think it must have been a Messenger update at some point or an iOS update, but uh, I can't get it to work either now to send a message. Um, and the other one was using emojis for Braille screen input. Another option, if you like to put several emojis in one message is you can actually put the text of the most you like smiley face in braille screen input um wrote to back out bring up the emoji keyboard and then there's a rotor option to replace text with emojis and with a bit of luck it'll come up it'll uh, as you i think you swipe up and down it'll go through each item in your message that it thinks it can find a, an emoji replacement for and suggest one and that might be another way of, uh, without having to set them up in text replacements, that might be another way to add emojis to your message when you're in Braille screen input. Pretty clever hack there, Steve. Thank you. And uh, Dawn, you're, you're muted now, but I hope you find that helpful as well. I'm going to come to person, uh, first name T-H-U-Y now, and you are good to go. Great. Uh, thanks, Ben. Uh, it's pronounced Twee. Uh, um, we've, we've been in touch before. Um, I just wanted to ask uh, Matthew about with um, the tabletop layout, how do you hold the phone or do you have to put it flat on a, you know, like a table or, or because I, I use the, the screen away and I can use the, the palms on each of my hands on each end of the phone and that's a that kind of secures it while I'm doing the the braille screen input. How would you secure it if you're doing tabletop? Sure. Um, I mean, it depends how big your hands are, really, doesn't it? Um, the way I do it, I'm just holding my phone now. I sort of, uh, oh gosh, how to describe that? So I've got my thumbs underneath my phone. So I've got the the lightning cable on the left of the phone and i've got my that my thumbs are pointing outwards if you like so the the sort of the joint where my thumb meets the rest of my phone is is sort of near where the camera bump is if you like um so my thumbs are my phone's balanced on my thumbs and then i can use the six fingers then um because they're, they're sort of naturally in the right place to rest i don't know if they were naturally in the right place to rest when i first started using braille screen input if or, or if i've just got used to that particular orientation um it's it doesn't feel particularly sturdy at first um i have found though that i've not dropped my phone i mean i do this on the bus at the bus stop on the train on the train station you know on the edge of the train station platforms and all sorts of things and uh I've not dropped my phone yet, famous last words. So I think it is actually quite secure once you get used to it. You may, though, as you say, just find it easier just to use screen away mode. Hope that helps. Uh, we've got a uh, last minute question from Abby. You are now unmuted. Okay. Um, my question is this. It just occurred to me. I, I have trouble with the rotor uh, gesture, you know, when you're doing the dial thing. And so I assigned that two fingers swipe to the right and two fingers swipe to the left to change the rotor, but then if two fingers swipe to the right while using Braille input is going to create a new line, is that going to confuse things? That is a really good question, and I'm afraid I don't have the answer to it. I don't think it will. I think when you go into Braille screen input mode, the um, all of the gestures that Braille screen input needs, they'll, they'll go to Braille screen input first. So I suspect actually your, your two finger swipe for the rotor won't work it will just do a new line like it should do um in that instance the i mean if that's what it does and you end up you're stuck in braille screen input the way to solve that problem is do you know the two finger scrub gesture to go back oh yeah if you use the two finger scrub that will also get rid of braille screen input and that will put you back um where you need to be 
Great. Okay, that's good to know. Thank you so much. No problem. Great question, though, Avi. And um, yeah, I hope uh, I hope we can uh, get that figured out for you. Uh, so, no hands uh, left up for now, though, Matthew. Okay, wonderful. Well, I did just want to demonstrate one other thing, um, looking at Windows and Mac OS. Now, the thing about Braille input on Windows and Mac OS, at least as far as I know, is without a Braille display, or at least without a screen reader, there isn't a way of brailing in such a way as the Braille is automatically translated back into print, if you like. And there used to be an NVDA add-on that could do it. When I last looked that particular NVDA add-on wasn't compatible with the latest version of NVDA. Uh, that may change in the future, and there may be other NVDA add-ons that I haven't heard of, but certainly natively, um, there isn't a way to do it. But there is a way of inputting Braille uh, in if you want Braille. So, for example, if you're doing a Braille uh, test, if you're doing a Braille transcription exam, and you need to Braille in on the computer, or you're maybe digitizing your old Braille or for some reason you need to input in Braille, there is a way to do it. Um, it's developed by a company called Duxbury Systems, who I think everybody here will have heard of. They produce the Duxbury Braille Translator. They also produce a little bit of freeware called Perky Duck. Uh, Perky, based on the Perkins, it's a Perkins Brailler emulator, and Duck, I imagine, coming from uh, Duxbury Systems. So I'll route the computer to Zoom, and I will start this up and see how we go. Search box, computer braille. There's my uh, start menu, and I'll type P-E-R. Per C-Web, Perky Duck 12.5 app, press right to switch preview. There we go, that's come up, so I'll press enter. For JAWS, hotkeys, and Perky Duck, press insert plus H, Perky Duck, MDI client. Okay, so you'll hear that there's some JAWS scripts. Uh, they don't do a huge amount for it, but they are quite useful, and there's no harm in installing them because they're free and they ship with it. Uh, but we're now just in an empty Perky Duck window. So the first thing we need to do is press Control N to get into a new document. Untitled Braille Document 1, Workspace. Untitled Braille Document 1, Document Editing Window. Okay. So now I can just use the six keys on my computer keyboard to type text. Page 1. I can Braille that quickly, yes. Um, and I can see on my Braille display, although this is about Braille without a Braille display, uh, but <laughs> but I can see on the Braille display that I've typed, hello, my name is Matthew. Now, the thing about this, as I say, there is no Braille translation in here at all. So if I press the up arrow key to read the current line, it will just read the Braille dots that I've typed in. Dot six, H-E-L-L-O-M-Y, dot five, N-I-S. Dot six, M A T dots two three four six W L O D. Okay, so that's all the information that we get. We don't get the uh, uncontracted form of that, but we we do get that information at least. And very quickly, if I press Control S to save, save file name Alt plus N computer braille. Okay, I can give it a name, but the thing we're interested in, if we tab, save as type Perky Duckstar dot DXB one of two Alt plus T. So I can save it as a DXB, which is a Duxbury file. Formatted BrailleStar.brf, two of two. Or I can save it as a BRF file. So if I want to make a BRF file, uh, that will that's how I would do it. There is a similar program developed by APH. It's called Braille Zephyr, and it goes alongside Braille Blaster. I did try and get that installed prior to this masterclass today, and it complained that I didn't have the correct Java runtime library installed. So uh, I think it works quite well once you've got the Java runtime installed, but uh, Perky Duck didn't give me that error message. So certainly for ease of installation, Perky Duck still wins at the moment. And the other thing that you need to be aware of is that... Um, some keyboards work better with Perky Duck than others. So, for example, if you have a, a, a cheap keyboard, you might find that some of your key presses don't work quite as well. It, for best results, you want a keyboard with a very technical term called N-key rollover. Um, if you Google that, then you'll find uh, keyboards with that in. They tend to be quite high-end gaming keyboards, uh, but they will give you the optimum results. Thank you, Matthew. Always great to have these tools available you know just in case because i mean i think it would be fair to say that you wouldn't want to do this full time unless you had to but it's kind of nice to have them hanging around if needs be i suppose so uh we have 
uh, I believe it was Mike and uh, after after Mike we're gonna come to David and if we have time we'll go to Chris. Uh, Mike I've just asked you to unmute and you're good to go. Uh, real quick I just want to make a quick comment as far as I know you can also with Perky Duck use your folk uh, if you have a focus braille display attached to your PC or whatever I don't know if this works for every display that has a uh, Perkins-style keyboard. I believe you can use that to type in Braille. Thank you. Yes, I believe that is the case. And also, I'm looking at my Brilliant now, and I'm typing. And yes, um, the, the Brilliant keyboard is also working. Thanks for that. Great tip. We're going to come to David Weston next. And after David, we're going to come to Chris Norman. Uh, David, you're good to go. Good evening, Matthew. Uh, will Perky Duck work on my iMac? There is a version of Perky Duck for Mac. Um, you can find it on the Duxbury website. It's DuxburySystems.com. If you Google Perky Duck, it should come up. Um, I don't have a Mac. I have not tried it. Um, but if they've released a version for Mac, then presumably it works. Thank you very much. Give it a go. Definitely report back around how that works for you. Thank you, as always, David. And uh, probably last hand this evening, we're going to come back to Chris. Uh, Chris, take it away. Sorry, just a, a quick correction. The MVDA add-on does still work. It's called uh, PC. In, I think it's called PC Braille Input. If you go to your MVDA add-ons list, uh, click the Get Add-ons button. It's one of the many add-ons that appears on that page. You toggle it on and off with Insert or Caps Lock and Zero. That's very useful. Thank you. Um, I was thinking of PC Braille Keyboard uh, or PC Braille Input, but I the version that I found said it wasn't compatible, so I think there's a page somewhere that needs to be updated there. A massive thanks to Matthew Horsepaul and Chris Norman and to all of our lovely audience for this evening's masterclass. I know I've learnt a lot. On behalf of all of the Brailist Foundation, take care, stay safe and bye for now. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Brailcast Extra. You can find more Braille-related content by subscribing to Brailcast, all one word, in your podcast client of choice, or listening to Brailcast, connecting the dots for Braillists everywhere on your smart speaker. For the latest information about future Braillists events and how to join live, subscribe to our weekly email newsletter at braillists.org slash newsletter slash sign up. You can also visit our events page at braillists.org slash events. If you have comments on this recording or suggestions of topics or guests for future events, we'd love to hear from you. Please email help at braylists.org. You can also find the Braylists on Twitter at Braylists or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Foundation. Finally, if you like what you've heard, spread the word. We welcome new listeners and live participants alike, so if you know other people who are interested in Braille, please tell them where to find us. In the meantime, on behalf of everyone at the Braillists, thanks for listening and bye for now. The costs of producing this episode were defrayed by a grant from the Activate Fund of the Winston Churchill Memorial Trust. For more information, visit wcmt.org.uk.